Sanders Snitker, Libertarian, Republican, and Political Hack, and Adrian Wiley, Born Again Anarchist and Political Has Been. Banter, blather, and joke about current events while attempting to figure out whether to keep trying to salvage our constitutional republic or just stock up on marshmallows to roast on the smoldering embers of society. It's time for Unattended Baggage. Why, thank you, Ledge. Hello, everyone in Podcastville or Internet Land or wherever you may reside. This is Alex, co-host, Unattended Baggage. Along with me is my radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Adrian, chairman of the Building Materials Projectile Staging of the Logistic Committee of the West Central Florida Guild of Professional Anarchist Local Chapter 151, Wiley. How are you, sir? I'm doing well, my friend. How are you doing today? I'm in a kind of burn it all fucking down kind of mood. Are you really? Mood. Yeah. yeah, I've been there all week long hmm. ever since last week. Ever, ever since the uh, reaction or lack thereof of the uh, story last week, I am in a... Fuck them all, kind of mood. Really? Yeah. Really? I'm not I'm, really feeling good about that. I'm actually more in the uh, gullet full of turkey contentment mode. So, uh, you know, I'm I'm kind of in life is good mode. Oh, good. I'm glad. I'm glad for you. Yeah. Glad for at least one of us is. Yeah, but not you because yeah. you're you're laid and sod on Thanksgiving, and that's not a euphemism. Thanksgiving morning. <laughs> yeah. After I after I was out working for 13 hours straight. Right. Then oh, let me get on my fucking legs and fucking sod. You didn't train your women. That's Obvious, what happens, obviously man. Obviously not. You did that's not right. train your women. Maybe I need some new ones. <laughs> yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh so. Um, here's because Adrian said I wasn't going to be able to do this well. So I'm going to go ahead and just get started right now with the quote of the week. Adrian has decided to start participating in the uh, quote of the week. And this is his first, um, entry into that, uh, bit that we're doing. So let me go ahead and see if I can read it. If you use the word literally non ironically, when you mean figuratively, it is ironically, literally becomes figurative. Okay. As I predicted, you, you butchered that line. Go ahead and try the next one. If you don't understand, then you aren't literally, figuratively, <laughs> and ironically ignorant, which is figuratively, but not literally ironic. Okay. All right. I, I'm going to have to reread this because you like inserted words that weren't there. <laughs> you talking about and I read it exactly you, the way it was there. He did not. I read it exactly let me, the let me way go it ahead was there. And, let me go ahead and read it uh, as it was meant to be, be said, I'm, I'm sure. If you use the word literally, non-ironically, when you mean figuratively, it ironically, literally becomes figurative. If you don't understand, then you are literally, figuratively, and ironically ignorant, which is figuratively, but not literally ironic. That's that's what I said. No, <laughs> it wasn't close to what you said. You you inserted words that weren't there and and changed contractions on words that didn't have them and things like that. So, but uh, anyway, I, I have to say that I don't know who this Adrian chick is, but that is absolutely brilliant. She's she's one uh, clever lass. Nice. Yeah. Non-binary. I think. Yeah, right. <laughs> Non-binary. <laughs> no. But I actually uh, was going through Twitter, and the reason I was going through Twitter is was to, to actually reach out and contact someone. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, but I, I found that one, and I said that is a, probably a, the, a far better quote of the week for the mood that I'm in than whatever Trump bullshit I was talking about, you know, four or five years ago. Yeah. You know? No, no, I got so, you. I got you on that one. Yeah, I don't really care. So, so before we get into the uh, follow-up from the big lie missile story, right? 
Uh, what is it about prolonged eye contact? What do you? What, what is going on here? You wrote this here. <laughs> all right, I met a client the other day. All right, and 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 one of the customers at this client's uh, company. We'll just keep it as generic as possible. Um, I it, walking across this big room. Right, this guy is like zero in eye contact with me from across the room. Right, mm-hmm. scowling. All right. Mm-hmm. This guy looks pissed and he looks pissed at me. Never seen this guy before in my life. Have no idea. Don't even know him. who he's there, why he's there, who he is, you know, anything like that. But he's he's just locked in my eyes and scowling. And so, you know, so I'm looking back at him. So I do the nod thing like, OK, I acknowledge you're looking at me. This is time to break off the eye contact. Right. Yeah. And he doesn't react at all. Just keeps staring at me, staring at me. And so I'm like, all right, what the fuck is this dude's problem? So I, I'm and where I'm walking is literally right past him. So like he's going to stare at me. I'm going to stare at him. You know, and now it's just a so, game of chicken. Yeah. So now, you know, we're, we're both <laughs> complete eye contact till the moment we pass. And I don't know what this dude's issue was, but I tell you, my expectation was, you know, I got like in defensive mode i started thinking like you're about, ready to fight i went situational awareness yeah, yeah yeah you're ready to fight i was ready to fight this guy and i had no idea why but i thought you know there's a probability that this guy's going to make a move against me when i get in range yeah you're like make a move make a move yeah and i you know part of i guess my bravado was fuck him i'm just gonna you know keep walking and if he if he does something we're going yeah and you know, I just walked right past him, and he stared and scowled at me and stared at me the whole way, and I walked past, and nothing happened, right? Yeah. But I was thinking to myself, it's like, what is all the psychology? You know, that's 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 got to be so deep within our reptilian brain. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, I, I don't know what the situation, I don't know what this guy was thinking or anything like that. He could have just been, you know, just been thinking about something totally different and just happened to zero in on me and wasn't even thinking about it or whatever or this guy could have been, may not have been looking at you maybe looking past you no he was it was definitely we were close enough to where there was no doubt it was direct eye contact you know? okay all right but still you know i'm saying he might not have been thinking about that sort of thing but it's just interesting how that we still have that mechanism in us that prolonged eye contact in certain situations well, is an aggressive I, move. Almost always, prolonged eye contact leads to fucking or fighting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it's such an interesting thing, and it's it's such a basic thing. Now, I, now here's the thing. I've and like, on, I even I even tried to go within the rules. Like, you make eye contact for too long uh, with a dude, and you got to acknowledge. You got to nod. Yeah, you know, you it's like nod. it's like a little nod or you know something like that. It's it's just it's it's almost as if this is your opportunity to. You know, show you mean no harm. Yeah. You know, and when he didn't acknowledge that at all, it was like, you know, game. And I just thought and it was such a nothing little thing. I mean, but it's just interesting how that happens. You know what I'm saying? It's interesting how that we're wired for that sort of response to that situation. Yeah, but I think I think I've actually been on the other side of the fence on this one. You're a stare. Oh, yeah. Well, here's the thing, though, like with a scowl on your face walking around. Right. Like that happens on a very frequent basis with me. But do you just zero in on someone to make prolonged eye contact? I don't. With? I don't think that I do. But I think I have been not directly accused of doing it. But I think the reaction from some other people sometimes has been that I probably was doing it without right. knowing that I was doing and it. And that's kind of what I, I wrote this one off after the fact as 
Um, you know, because this lasted a good, I don't know, 15, 20 yeah, seconds. Dep- it wasn't a, depending a quick on, thing. Because depending on where you, what business kind of, and again, I know we're not going to get into what kind of business it was. Right. But depending on what kind of business it was, it could have been a customer who was angry with the company that right. you were at. Right. And that you being there almost is like. That could have been the scenario. And I would have been coming out of somewhere that would have led him to believe I was an employee. You know, so yeah, maybe maybe that there was could have the been a situation. lot of factors at play. Like yeah. I don't I don't know the name of the company, but I could gauge a guess as to the type of company, right? And I could imagine that there's a scenario in which that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I just uh, just I, I just after the fact, I was thinking about how that is just part of our innate makeup. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, have you had that? Ha- I'm sure you've, everybody's had that happen to them. You know, what, but you're contact? probably you're probably on the aggressor end of that. More often than Here's not. Here's the thing. I, when I was doing Uber Eats, I actually was at a Hooters, and there was a person there who I really don't like. Who? Okay, this, but this is a person you know. Oh, I know. I knew the person. Oh, okay. And I well, gave him diff- the fucking death stare. Right. But then at the same time, I actually gave him the nod, too. Like, mm. I gave him the death stare, and then he stared back, and then I gave him the nod from mm-hmm. the death stare. Right. Of, like, I'm not going to kill you today. <laughs> like, right. you know, like, I gave him the... <laughs> yeah. Like just know yeah. I'm here though. Like no, I'm no, I'm looking at you. No, I'm very angry with you, but I'm not going to kill you today. Yeah. That was like kind of like my thing. Well, and he nodded back, and, and I mean that was it after that. And it's, it's there not, won't be if I ever see that motherfucker again though. By the way, there'll be no nod. There will be an embarrassing situation publicly for you because you'll get your ass kicked most likely. Not with this guy, no. no, no, no. <laughs> and if he made a move, honestly, so, here's it, this is the kind of dude that if he made a move, to be honest with you. He would have multiple limbs busted. <laughs> like, like I, I look. I've right, even I thought about it. Without, I've really thought about it. Without like <laughs> knee broken first, and literally arm broken second. Like arm bar break it slowly second. Yeah. Like yeah. like have 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 worked it out in my head. Like which, dislocate the elbow type of thing. I mean, Ninety degrees the other yeah. way. Like yeah. re, like you're he's not going to ever be right again. All right. Without mentioning the person. I, I'm interested to find out why you have this very high level of rage and anger at this person. I can't give you any. I can't give you any clue. <laughs> you can't give. No. Me- I, oh, I know why. No, no, no. There's legit reasons as to why, but I'm not. If I give any clue why, then the person's name would be. Then oh. it would be too easy to, to mention that okay. person. All right. But all I know is is that like you're in a lot of trouble. <laughs> I literally, literally have nobody in my world. That I feel that way I have about. a list. I know, and that's crazy. Even like, pe- like I have the terminal illness list. <laughs> what is the terminal illness list? If I ever get a terminal illness, then all these people die before me. <laughs> okay, now <laughs> the average person, okay, if they find out they're terminally ill. They look to make amends with people. You're like, oh, if I'm going, I'm taking these people with me. They don't get to live longer than me. <laughs> these people don't get to live longer than me. Dude, I honestly don't know how you haven't attempted to kill me yet. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I just, you know. You're one of my favorite people. <laughs> but but still, you know, the, the fact that you... Oh, it's weird. Don't even try to analyze that. The fact that you think that. that way. You know, like I said... Like there's like five people that I love to death. There's like about right. five. But my my point is is that like I said, most people if they Actually, realize more than five, if they realize they're close to death, 
they're going to try to, you know, fix the wrongs in their life, you know, reach out to the people they, you know, well, that sort of thing. Forgive at least. No, no. Well, know. here's the thing. I'm fixing wrongs. <laughs> I'm fixing wrongs. No, no, no. I'm yeah. fixing wrongs. In You're life. doing it in a punisher kind of way, but yeah, I guess. I yeah, guess a little bit. A little in your twisted kind of psychology, that uh, it makes sense somehow. Yeah, and I wouldn't do it with a gun either. Oh well, that's nice. Well, yeah. some of them I do with a gun just because they probably have Secret Service guarding them and shit. But oh Jesus, <laughs> you know. Okay, disclaimer here, folks. Alex Snicker is not going to commit any offenses on anyone well, whatsoever. No, Hang not, on a no, second. No. Hang on a second. That would have Secret Service protection. <laughs> okay, let's just clear. I want to hear you say that. It's not Biden. <laughs> okay. It's not it Biden. Matter. It's not Biden. It no, no, I'm not going to kill anybody with Secret yeah, Service please, protection. Please. I don't have a terminal illness right now. <laughs> and for their sake, let's hope you don't get one. <laughs> yeah. Probably be good on all parties if that was the case. Uh, you're a strange, strange little man. Yes. <laughs> uh, where's the Irish guy who cheered you up? Okay, so hold on. Here we go. So I was doing Uber this week. And at a certain point, again, it was because this, all because of this article. I was really in a foul fucking mood, by the way. You're I was really in a foul mood. What article are you talking about? The missile one. Oh, the story we did last oh, week? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. After that, I was in a really foul mood. Yeah, me the, too. The only too. reason I was in a foul mood, though, was not only was there a lack of any fucking actual reaction to it, but like... The reaction you got was the part that pissed me off the most. And all, I did get some reaction from some people where I, I didn't even understand what they were saying. And like they, they didn't really understand what they were saying. Right. Either. Yeah. And it's like you didn't even listen. So fuck you. you like don't even comment, motherfucker. Like I, I, I firmly believe like that was a very important story. I'm glad that we did it. But at the same time, it was one of those things. Where and for like, those of you who uh, didn't hear last week's show, go back to episode 173 and listen to the first hour uh, because it, it's an important story. We. It basically reveal beyond any reasonable doubt that the missile that hit Poland was a Russian missile and that the U.S. and NATO and Poland are all engaged in a massive cover up. And a yeah, the only one not lying lie. is Ukraine. Yeah. Yeah. So. And again, I'm no fan of fucking Ukraine. Right. But Zelensky ain't lying. Right. But right. All right. So anyway, I'm not in a good mood. Right. So I go down in way south St. Pete and I pick up this guy. First off, not standing where he's supposed to be standing. And he calls me up and asks me, you know, well, you, you you drove past me. I'm like, well, I went to the marker, man. What right. Are you, what are you doing? So finally, I go and pick him up. And I'm not in a good mood. Right. And this guy's an Irish guy. Right. Now, he's fucking real Irish. Right. Like, he's the kind of guy that when he's excited, you can't understand a fucking word he's saying. <laughs> yep. He's that Irish. Okay. And so we start talking in the car and stuff. And and I'm not in a good mood. And I tell him, I'm like, I'm sorry, dude. I'm just not not feeling it, man. I'm not in a good mood. And so we just keep talking back and forth, and he just and he has that that thick motherfucking Irish accent, right? Right. And it just starts fucking cheering me up. I, <laughs> like, like, here's the thing: my favorite people to pick up when I'm doing Uber is drunk Canadians. But a very very close okay, second. Stop, now, stop! Stop! Why? Why drunk Canadians? Yeah. I mean, okay. One, I know fucking, it's not because they tip well. Drunk Canadians don't do that bad. Oh, really? No, not bad. Oh, not that's shocking. Hmm. Um, they're really funny. They're really polite even when they're drunk. Right. And they're just overall just having a cheer. Like, I've never met a mean drunk that's Canadian. I've only met nice drunks that are Canadian. And I met one guy. Like, I picked two up at a hockey game and took them home. And it was all the way Newport Ritchie from the, from the, uh, from the, uh, uh, uh from downtown Family Arena. And this motherfucker must have said A 
I mean, at <laughs> least 200 times. Ev- after everything that motherfucker... It was like, you know how in boot camp you got to say sir at the end of everything? Right. Okay, this motherfucker said well, A at the end of everything. They, that's, it's a stereotype, but it's kind of a true <laughs> he one. He lived that yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. I actually thought he might have been making fun of himself when he was doing it because he did it so many did, times. Did you go uh, buddy pal with him? A little bit. He, did, he didn't do it back, though. I don't oh, he think did? he was. I, I tried to do it a couple times, but he didn't get it. Because guys like that, you actually can bust balls a little bit with them even. And then, right. they, and then they bust balls back. Like, it's, it's, it's again, I love picking up Canadians. If somebody is from Canada, like, seriously, they're my favorite fucking people. Like, other than the Trudeau government and the how bad, like, the totalitarian state Canada is turning into. Wow. You like, can say that about Americans, too. Well, that's true. Yeah. It's not their fault. But I would love to live in Canada, though. Like, if ba- just based off of the people I've met, Canada's got to be kind of fun. I think I'd be in a good mood all the time in Canada. Yeah. Or Ireland, because this Irish guy cheered me the fuck up. It was funny at the end, right? So we're talking back and forth, and finally we get to his location. And I stop, and he's not getting out of the car. He's still just talking. Right. And I'm not really understanding it. So I'm trying to give all the signs of, like, hey, we're, you know, we're, we're kind of done here. Right. And finally he's like, hey, when are you going to go, huh? And I'm like, when am I when am, when am I gonna go? I'm gonna once you get out of the car. Oh, we're not here yet. I'm like, look to the right, dude. Oh shit! I thought you had a stop sign. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> and he fucking started being apologetic at that point because, like, realized and this is like three minutes, four minutes. Like this motherfucker's not getting out of the car, and he keeps talking and talking and talking. He was so engrossed in the conversation, he didn't realize he was home, huh? Uh, yeah, at the bar, home. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I took him to the bar. Oh, gotcha. He was working at one bar and then went to another bar to drink. Went to, and went to an Irish bar. I mean, shocker, shocker. But an Irish bar in South St. Pete, by the way. Which, which I, one is it? I don't remember the name of it to be honest hmm. with you, man. But it was like the, I love good Irish because it was in the because it was in the middle of South. Like it was kind of like in. I, it didn't seem like it made any sense because it was like in the hood in South. St. An Pete. Irish bar in the hood. That's got to be pretty cool, actually. Yeah, like yeah. I might have to go back. Maybe yeah. I will have to go back. But it was really, really good. But then I found something out, something else out this week. So I was calling um, Uber support. Right. And the reason I was calling Uber support was actually because of a problem. So the reason I was calling Uber support is, like, I have these reserve rides in the morning, right? So people going to the airport. Mm -hmm. So, like, every hour, basically from 3 o'clock on, I get reserve rides. Mm -hmm. And the reserve rides are always good. They're worth, like, 30 bucks a pop. Right. And I normally get, like, 5 in the morning. So, like, there's 150 bucks is just you know, reserve rides. Right. And you just go one after another after another. However, if you have a little bit of opening in between them, you'll get another ride. Going along back the, the other direction. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. So I stop at this house because I'm getting, so this guy gets in and he's drunk as fuck, right? And the one thing I can't do during this time is do, like people can't add on fucking stops and shit like that because right. the way that this, the way these things so work, tight. the yeah. schedule's tight. So these guys get in the car and they're like, hey, we need you to make another stop. I'm like, I can't do it. Like, I can't do it. You're going to have to get another ride. And then the woman that was with him didn't hear a word I said and fucking added the other stop. And I'm like, did you just add a stop? I'm like, I can't do I I said I couldn't do it. Right. Like, I said, I'm on time and stuff. And when she did that, it fucked up the system. Right. So now it only shows the pickup of not this person, of somebody else. So I'm like, get out of the car. I got to go to the other ride. You'll get another Uber somewhere else. Right. And they, they weren't necessarily happy about it, but like I at that point I didn't care because you didn't even listen to what I said. Right. Because I was it was I was like, like what the hell? So I call Uber support because I want them to understand, understand what the problem what happened, was. Yeah. When I do, they said something to me that it didn't register right away. She said that you're the highest rated Uber driver in the Tampa Bay area. No shit. And I didn't like and, and it didn't register 
But I pick up the guy that I'm supposed to pick up and I start driving down the road and I'm like, fuck, I actually think Uber just told me something. And I told the guy what Uber told right. me and stuff. And I look back. So like, you know, they, they base everything off like your past 500 rides, right? Yeah. So on the past 500 rides, I have 497 five-star reviews. Damn. I have one four-star review. Right. And I have two one-star reviews. Wow. So like out of all 500, I, that's that's my numbers, right? Right. And it's 497 five-star reviews. Oh yeah, no, I'm I look. Wow. Look, I'm constantly told this all the time. Yeah. Oh, here's the thing, on the Lyft app, that's 4.95 stars average. Th- yeah, they say it's 4.99 is what they Is it 4.99? That's what they say, it's okay. 4.99. On the Lyft app, I've never gotten anything less than 5. Yeah. Uh, never. And I don't know if it's because like And again, look, I know why I don't know exactly who gave me the one stars. Right. But I think I know. You probably got a good idea. I mean, I think I know who, but the person didn't complain though. I think I, but I remember one of them, I was in a bad mood. Right. And I, and the woman was late getting into the car and this and that. And so I wasn't like super friendly. And I think she thinks I was racist. And so she was black. Right. And so I think she gave me a one star. Yeah. I think, and I, again, I don't know for sure. I never can tell, but I think that's who gave me a one star. So you don't get to see who gave you a one star or not. It doesn't really let you know, no. And That's I kind of smart, honestly. Oh, yeah. on their part, yeah. Because, yeah. like, you know, again, you can... Here's the thing. You get enough one stars, you get kicked out. Right. Like, you get kicked off the platform. Sure. So, I mean, don't go wrong. I do it because I think you should do a good job for whatever it is that you're doing. But yeah. at any rate, so I found out... I actually found that out. I was the highest rated Uber driver in That's in, pretty in, impressive. In you get any bonus for that or anything like Fuck, that? Fuck, no, you don't. <laughs> get nothing. Right. I, th- th- here's the thing. I really wish the app would do that. Actually, I wish the app would punish bad drivers more than it... it like I, I, I'm very like I'm not very pro driver, like I'm very anti driver. As a matter of fact, like I don't like other Uber drivers. Well, yeah, they're your competition for one. Well, no, it's not even that they're my competition. I would rather them do good work, right? But they don't. I hear like horror stories from some of these people about some of these other Uber drivers, and some of them I can understand. Like when when somebody tells me about a story about an Uber driver. Sometimes I listen to the story and they kind of tell on themselves. Right. Where it's like, well, that really wasn't the Uber driver's fault. Like, uh, yeah. I can understand where they're coming from on this one. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I had another guy that, that it was another one of those airport runs where the guys got in like, well, we have to make multiple stops. I'm like, come on, guys. What are we doing here, man? Like, I, the only reason they give me these is early in the morning because I got specific things to do. And I, I don't know if I have time to be able to get this done. He's like, I'll tip you. Like, all right, okay, all right, all right, we'll get it done. So he ended up tipping me a lot. I mean, he paid a lot of money for them smokes that he, I literally took him to 7-Eleven and back. Right. You know, but he ended up tipping me good for it. And and I and I said, look, I'm sorry, but I just, I, I was explaining why. And then he was like, oh, dude, I totally get it. You know what I mean? Now, and I ended up making it on time to that person. Com- compelling radio. Compelling okay, radio. Okay, probably. Yeah. All right, so let's let's get into it. Let's Again, I could talk about it all day. Uh, yeah. We, Wait for the book. We know. We Wait all for the know. Book. You know what? Some of the people like it, motherfucker. You know what? You know, some people find it entertaining. And you're the reason that I always take cabs. Why? Well, fuck Uber, man. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, honestly, <laughs> you're my worst fucking nightmare. Why? And, I wouldn't talk to you. It, it, that's the thing. I, I I don't want any conversation. I wouldn't. I, I w- I'm paying you, wouldn't, you to give me a ride. You wouldn't have a conversation. I don't want to be your single serving friend. I, you wouldn't. Here's you the know? thing. You wouldn't have a conversation with me. I I think like, I would. I can, no no oh, no. No. I, 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 no. You say this. You say this. But I'm pretty sure that you wouldn't shut the fuck up. 
Oh, absolutely, I would. You know? No, and I would have to engage I would with know. you. Oh no, I would know. No, and I then, would know. And then my wife, who I'm always in the, if we're Ubering, it's because we're out drinking. You know? Yeah. My wife always wants to engage in like the most personal conversation. You know that, oh, that talk, you'd want to have. Oh, oh I'd and talk it's to like, your wife, woman. It, 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 oh, I would shut talk. the hell up. We're sitting here with a stranger, and of course, I would never tell my wife. I would never actually say, "Woman, shut the hell up" to my wife. Yeah, uh, but you know, it's like it just it stop all this. Yeah, and that's why I like cabs. Preferably, preferably, a cab with a very recent immigrant from an African or South American country, and has a very, very limited grasp of the English language. That is like the ideal ride for me. <laughs> you know, if, look, if, I can smell out. Know, I can smell out who doesn't want to talk, and I don't talk to him. Well, my wife generally does, and that's the. Well, problem. then I would talk to your wife. My wife wants to have a conversation. Oh, you I know. would talk to your wife. She wants to know the driver's oh, we would entire know. life story. Oh, we would know a whole lot and, about each other. Like, <laughs> Jesus oh, Christ! Yeah. All right, so <laughs> I'm done with this. I don't, you know, spend a fucking half hour on Uber stories. You know, oh, like, you should, should get your own fucking podcast. You said you were going to do that. I you said am. you were going to do your I, own actually, Uber podcast. You know what, though? I will say this. Another I've done a one lot of work towards the brewery thing. Of though. the million things that Alex says he's going to do that he doesn't do. You know, if you made a list, it would probably be 10,000 items, and you've done eight. <laughs> I might know? have done 12, but I hear maybe, you. Maybe. Maybe. I might no, 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 12. No, no, You know what? Look, I have yeah. a lot of big ideas at times, and sometimes I... I I, what I don't have is a lot of time anymore. And this is why I say no always first. That should be your philosophy. Even, yeah, I Even know. say it to yourself. Yeah. And the ones that get through that process, those are generally the good ideas. All right. Follow up on our show from last week. Um, uh, again, which uh, we thought was an explosive story that apparently that we're pretty much the only people on the, the planet that care about this. The fact that... Uh, uh, the world, Everybody else tells the opposite. Yeah. The world governments are lying to you, uh, which we've... And media that I've trusted actually is the same way. And media that I thought was very trustworthy also recently did the same thing. Uh, There was an AP reporter uh, who was uh, actually fired for telling the truth about this story. Now, here's what, and this guy was a seasoned uh, reporter, okay? Veteran reporter, war correspondent, former Marine, kind of guy that's not going to sell a bullshit story. Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, the and I'm reading from the article. The Associated Press fired a reporter over a retracted story about Russian missiles amid ongoing tensions in Europe and the war in Ukraine. In an early alert sent shortly after a November 15 explosion in Przewodow, yeah, uh, Poland, the AP reported a senior U.S. intelligence official said the explosion was a result of missiles that had been launched by Russia. That report, which relied on a single anonymous source, turned out to be false, and the news organization eventually retracted the report and replaced it online with a correction. Um, and they uh, and here's the the correction: in earlier versions of a story published November fifteenth, twenty twenty two, the Associated Press reported erroneously, based on information from a senior American intelligence official who spoke on the condition of anonymity, that Russian missiles had crossed into Poland and killed two people. The correction read, uh, the correction read, subsequent reporting showed that the missiles were Russian-made and most likely fired by Ukraine in defense against a Russian attack. Um, so they fired uh, the reporter. His, his name is Jim Laporta. Um, he was fired for uh, reporting the story. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. The AP did not 
dispute the fact that a senior U.S. intelligence official told this to Jim Laporta. Now, the senior U.S. intelligence official wanted to remain anonymous, but he did, according to the AP, tell Jim Laporta that that's what happened. It was a Russian missile that hit Poland. Okay. Now, let's consider that for a moment. You've got a reporter who reported something from a legitimate source, probably a source that he's turned to, you know, many times in the past because you don't, you know, just randomly call someone up in the U.S. intelligence community, a senior U.S. intelligence commission, uh, uh, you know, a person. You have built that relationship usually over years. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Um, so these are longstanding relationships. This is probably someone who's given them highly accurate, you know, information in the past. And they fired the reporter for going with that story. And the reason that they fired this reporter is because someone most likely either at the DOD or the CIA or even the Biden administration went to the AP and said, if you ever, ever want comment on any story again, you're going to retract that. And you're going to say that it was a rogue reporter reporting bullshit. Yep. And that. Folks, I'm telling you, again, this this particular story just happened to intersect with a, a couple of areas where I've got a significant amount of experience, and that is surface air missiles and journalism. And I can tell you how these things work, you know, and, and that it's so clear that this is what's happened. Um, and now this poor uh, Jim Laporta guy, I actually uh, the reason I was on Twitter and, and saw that quote uh, I was talking about earlier is that I wanted to, I put this story out on uh, uh, Twitter and I tagged him on it. And I said, your original report was accurate. Yeah. Um, Did he respond to you? No, I haven't heard any response, but. Ah, what a dick. Well, you know what? I mean, he's probably laying low at this point. He's probably trying to salvage his career. And now that he's been fired from the AP. Go to Substack, man. Well, you know, who knows what happened. I mean, I feel bad. Here's the thing. I do feel bad for the guy. Right. And it does show you that journalism is fucking dead. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if the AP is going to do this kind of shit, like, oh, fuck right. you, AP. Yeah. You're not going to have your reporters fucking back on this? Yeah. There. Well, there must have been so much pressure coming down on the AP um, from very high levels that they, they felt they had to. Because a lot of times I have seen the AP stand behind their reporters, like a reporter who wouldn't give up a source and things like that. You know, they'll, they'll pay their legal defense and stuff like yeah. that. Um, but in this case, man, they they fired a reporter from reporting a trusted source that they acknowledge was actually a senior U.S. intelligence official. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it. the only way this story makes sense is if the story we reported on last week was true and accurate and that the whole, you know, it, it was a stray surface-to-air missile that Ukraine fired is a lie. That's the only way that this story today even makes sense. Yeah. You know? And just, uh, you know, and and... Again, the, the most of the feedback that we got from that story is, well, it's okay that the government lies about things like that. But you have to ask yourself, and this is what, you know, if the government is lying to you about this because they think it's for your own good. What else are they lying to you about? What else are they lying to you about? Well, and do and, you care? And some and people that, just I think, don't. I think some people the thing just don't. that irks me the most about it is, well, and I will say to Matt, to Matt, uh, Matt Wright's uh, credit, he did on his show, he actually did the, the thing on our show. Okay. And he didn't really get any pushback like we got. Right. Which I guess his audience is just, you know, 
was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, our audience, our the audience, well, our, our audience didn't didn't say anything at all. About no, it's it. mainly where we put it out in other sources. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. so. But or it just now you posted it on Facebook and you got nothing. Nothing. No. It show, it, but it showed it was being throttled. Oh yeah, it, it was definitely being throttled because I, I think I got one like on it, and you know, look, I I, I don't want to I don't want to toot my own horn here, but I, I can literally say I farted on Facebook and I get a hundred likes. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's just I, I've got five thousand followers or so on Facebook, uh, even though I don't go on it anymore. You know, still. But I mean, it could be that because you don't go on anymore that your shit's not getting put up there because no of that, because but. even even the last few things i put up when i you know i'm going on every six months or so is still got you know a, a fair amount of feedback yeah. but to get virtually no interaction with it um you know it shows me that it's it's definitely being throttled and there could be a lot of reasons for that it might not be the content but it may be you just don't know yeah, so yeah. anyway uh let's let's move on for that just kind of a recap from last week uh you're up all right, so this is uh, a <laughs> there is a a very large sign that DeSantis is going to be running for president. And do we need another sign? This well, this one is a major sign. I, I would say it's it's pretty much a hundred percent unless something catastrophic happens. Well, but this needed to happen. This or this is going to need to happen in order to make it reality. Okay. In a potential gift to Ron DeSantis, new legislative leaders eyeing the resign to run change. So in Florida. If you want to run for a different seat, oh, you right. have to resign from the seat that you're in right. in order to run for the other seat. Yeah. So uh, Florida's new Republican supermajority in the legislature could open the door for Governor Ron DeSantis to stay on as governor if he decides to run for president. Florida law says, uh, says officials must resign their office when running for a new one. However, when it comes to the presidency, there are questions about when that resignation must occur. Asked by reporters on Tuesday, new House Speaker Paul Renner said it was a good idea for the legislature to also alter Florida's resign-to-run law to allow officials to keep their current seat while seeking federal office. For DeSantis, who's considered leading a tenure in the 2024 presidential uh, Republican presidential nomination, it could be a gift if he runs for president and fails. Renner said that the House would look at election law in general, but on resign-to-run, he made his position clear. You will find me to always try to hone towards being principled and consistent, Renner said. <laughs> hold on. That's kind of funny. All right, hold on. Uh, this is one area going back in history. You don't have to go very far on the kind of two-second Google search we've been totally inconsistent on. If you think that's based on anything in your hypothetical, you'd be right. And I'll I'll be very open and transparent about that. Uh, Renard shared his thoughts following Tuesday's organization session in which House formally elected him as Speaker, Senate President. Um, uh, Senate President Kathleen Pasadomo, who's also been named to her position on her own ceremony, seconded Renner's opinion. If Speaker Renner thinks it's a good idea, Pasadomo said in jest, I think it's a good idea. When you think about it, <laughs> if an individual who... I don't think she said that in jest. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, when you think about it... That if chick you're, sucks. If an in, yes, she is. Yes, she does. Uh, but not in a good way. If an individual <laughs> who is from Florida, who is Florida governor, is running for president, I think he should run and and do it. I really do. Now, what this means, what this really means is that the Florida legislature wants to open the possibility for DeSantis because they don't like Trump. Right. The Florida legislature is basically saying, yeah, we don't like Trump, so we're going to go ahead and oh, do yeah, this. Oh, yeah. Look, Florida has clearly chosen sides between Trump and DeSantis, and it's DeSantis all day long. I wouldn't say it's that clear, but it's, it's clear. Cl but when it comes to the legislature, it, this is the 
clear a sign. Yeah. So I th- so I think that it's going to happen. Um, it's just kind of funny though. Like it is kind of funny that you know, and they're gonna they're gonna need somebody because Trump's not gonna make it all the way to fucking. I don't think he's going to jail, mind you. He's but going to he jail. ain't gonna he ain't gonna make it through because he this guy's always fucking up. Yeah, and <laughs> speaking of Trump fucking up, Jesus Christ! Though <laughs> this is this is under the uh, subcategory. This is on Breitbart, by the way. <laughs> right. Hold on, just for the record, this is on Breitbart, which I would normally never use this source. No, no, but <laughs> but the fact that even Breitbart has, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't say they've turned on Trump, but they're definitely uh, throwing him under the bus on this one. As, throwing them straight under the as, easy bus. As, as, yeah, I mean, it's like, what were you thinking, dude? So the headline is, Trump dined at Mar-a-Lago with white nationalist, Holocaust denier, Nick Fuentes, along with Con- alongside Kanye West. <laughs> so Trump responds, update, and here's the update. Trump responds, had never met and knew nothing about Fuentes. So, and here's the big update. After the publication of this article, Trump's campaign provided Breitbart News with this statement from President Trump. Kanye West very much wanted to visit Mar-a-Lago. Our dinner meeting was intended to be Kanye and me only, but he arrived with a guest whom I had never met and knew nothing about. (laughs) So, (laughs) oh, God. Well, first of all, why are you meeting with Kanye anyway? You know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, he's got to get that anti-Semitic vote. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. He needs that black like, Israel Hebrew fucking vote right it, there. It, 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 it's like this guy, <laughs> he, he is so politically tone deaf. You know what I'm saying? But it works for some people. So I think it just works for less and less people all the time. Yeah. I mean, he's just so, I think, he's so shameless that it's for some people, it's an endearing quality. Well, he, he he backtracked on this one, but you well, know. yeah, you had like here's the thing, dude. This guy, this Nick Fuentes guy, and we look, we've seen this guy before. This is not a you may not you never remember I, I anybody's yeah, name. I can't think of who he is, but I know who. I mean, we don't. I, I don't think I've ever met Fuentes. Oh, geez, wait a second. He's that close to our circle that we might know him personally. We may have met him once. Oh, really? Oh, shit. Hold on, cut. Hold on. Hey, no, 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 hold on. Go ahead. This might have been the St. Pete. The St. Pete LP meeting guy. Hmm. The Clearwater one you're talking the about? The LP event we did in Pinellas County where they were that. trying to take over. Th- this, let me ask you something. That one. Oh, that you think? Well, let that, me ask you a question. You think that's this guy? It's possible. Oh, shit. <laughs> and again, okay. see, All right. how better would the world be if I'd have whooped that you motherfucker's ass and I, killed him that you know, night? I... Let me just go ahead for the record. If that is actually the dude, I should have let you kick his ass. Yeah. <laughs> I should have let you. <laughs> but me, you know, I was thinking what would be the, uh, um, you know, the least politically tone deaf thing. And, uh, you know, for uh, a couple of politicians to beat the shit out of uh, some, uh, you know, racist uh, was probably not the best idea. In retrospect, though, in in 2022 terms, uh, that probably would have, you know, gotten us a lot of yeah, uh, hate, good press. I hate racists. I just <laughs> I hate them. I'm just so fucking sick. You know yeah. what it is? I'm so sick and tired of them. You know what pisses me off the most about fucking racists, by the way, huh. is that they think that we're with them. Yeah. And uh, I, I, like I'm I, offended that you think that I'm with does, you in any way, that, shape, manner. Or that does piss me off. 
You know, you know, it, like I don't say anything that would that would garner that I support you in it, any way. It's like that scene. Do you remember the movie Falling Down with Michael Douglas? Yeah. Oh, where, yeah, yeah. Where the yeah. Nazi takes him downstairs and he's looking around and he's like, "You're with me, man. We're the same." He's like. I'm not the fucking same as you, dude. You're a fucking Nazi. Yeah. You know? And that's what these guys... But that's what these guys do, though. You're right. They... And look. I, look, I don't like Trump, but I will say this. I don't... Per, per se, I don't necessarily blame him for this other than you're a dumbass... Right. And that you meet with people that you shouldn't meet with and you don't have a team that does any vetting. I actually believe that he probably had no idea who this Nick Fuentes but was. But he doesn't he was with Yeezy, so he's gotta be good. Right. His thing was Well, hang on this, a second. If Kanye West is bringing someone to a meeting, first of all, if you're having a meeting with Kanye West, especially now, I mean it, the, for years the guy has just been an absolute nut job, you know. Oh yeah. But if you're having a meeting with Kanye West and he wants to bring someone you know, first of all, don't have a meeting with Kanye West. Second of all, vet whoever the fuck he's bringing. Because yeah. that could be just a, a completely a different level of crazy than you would even expect from him. Yeah. You know, and that's what it turns out to be. And you would think that someone in Trump's position would know that. Um, but then again, you know, it, it's the funny thing about it. Trump is I don't think that he's a complete overt racist type person. You know what I'm saying? I'm no, sure. I don't think I'm, so I'm sure he's got his his you know quirks about it, but I think that he would embrace an all-out, complete, utter you know horror, genocidal type racist. Which this guy, if this is the same guy, then <laughs> yeah. But you know. but here's the thing: that Trump's standard is has nothing to do with that. It's it, that if, if he, you like him, right, then he likes you. And if you don't like him, he doesn't like you. And if he thinks uh, that uh, you can benefit him. Yes. Yeah. It's much more selfish and egotistical oh, it's totally, yeah. than it is than it is racist. Like right. Trump is Trump's too much Trump loves himself too much to be racist. Right. Right. Like it sounds weird to say it that way, but Well, maybe maybe with a little help from the church, Kanye and uh and Nick Fuentes can be converted. Yeah, yeah. So I put this article up as well, and this is a so there's a a, a pastor um, and, and they say an anti-Trump evangelical pastor is on a mission to convert the former U.S. president's most faithful church followers. So what you're ha what you, here's the thing: what you have going on right now with this, um, it, it, we've talked a little bit about this thing going around with like the pillow guy and and some other people we know, and they are doing these. It's the great revival against the great reset. And basically, this is like a they're bringing back like the tent revival things around the country. Where yeah, they're bringing right. people together, bringing in special speakers and doing this kind I, of thing. I, I find those very disturbing. And and all the best grifters are in on this one right oh, now. Of course. And number one being Charlie Kirk. So and we ne look, we never bring this guy up normally because I normally don't ever want to talk about this scumbag piece of shit. Charlie Kirk. He's uh, Turning he's, Point USA. Is he the former child star one? No, no, Kirk Cameron. No, oh, that's no. who I was thinking of. Okay, yeah. So now, when I God, it's like I go out of my way to not remember things. I know. I think <laughs> I, people I, think it's a bit, and it ain't even not, a bit. No, I, like, I, you totally don't remember. I'm in the process of purging my mind of all things political. Yes, and it's working. So, so I want to read from this article. 
Uh, but the person delivering the um, homily was not a reverend. It was Charlie Kirk, a college dropout who has become a prominent conservative broadcaster and pivotal and pivotal figure in the spreading and sustaining of the new U.S. wave of populist conservatism. He call he talks like a pastor would talk. Mr. Campbell recalled that includes bringing the Bible to the pulpit. Mr. Kirk regularly refers to the book of Jeremiah, where the 29th verse says, seek the peace and prosperity of the city. Mr. Kirk, however, replaces seek with demand, a notion that becomes the basis for him to argue, Mr. Campbell said, for a proclamation of why we've got to demand our gun rights and demand school choice. The biblical text definitely has nothing to do with gun rights and school choice, Mr. Campbell said. Uh, (laughs) This is an ancient... Israel in Babylonian captivity. Okay. Uh, All right. There's so much to unpack there. First of all, um, you know, anyone who like inserts different words in a Bible verse to get to their own thing, kind of like I did on the show a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very poorly, and it was a bad bit. It was a uh, bit, by the way. It was a bit. Oh, totally a bit, yeah. But it, in retrospect, it was pretty disrespectful, and I'm probably going to hell for that one. But um, anyone who does that usually has pretty bad intentions. But by the same token, the criticism that, while that Bible verse doesn't pertain to guns— uh, which didn't exist for about, uh, you know, uh, I'm going to say 2,000 years after it was written. Um, and also school choice, which is a concept that has existed for, oh, I don't know, maybe, you know, 25 years. <laughs> you yeah. know? So, of course, it didn't relate to that. But it's it's concepts which should be relatable to anything's moving forward. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's the same argument that that people say. Uh, well, they didn't have machine guns and nuclear weapons when the Constitution was written. It's a concept, folks. It's, it's yeah. It's, it's but a here's concept. the thing, though. But it doesn't change the fact that Charlie Kirk changed the. You change one word in a. You oh, yeah. change one word in a, in a sentence, yeah. man, and it changes the meaning completely. The difference between seek is something an individual would do uh, in their own, uh, you know, course of their pursuit of happiness, for example. Yeah. Um, compared to demand, uh, it, it, it's a totally different concept context you know what i'm saying yeah. so yeah it's uh hey you know, let me, i want to read this last part here uh mr kirk established turning point usa and in 2021 tp usa faith which organized some of the events mr campbell attended mr kirk calls the separation of church and state a lie saying that the church was found the church founded this country and today has to rise up in every capacity okay <laughs> the it was the first amendment to the United States Constitution. It was literally the first thing they said when they wrote the fucking Constitution was keep the church and state separate. How the fuck could he tell any rational human being that, you know, that the, 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 this country was founding, our founding fucking document said keep them separate. Yeah. Well, it said not to exclude them. Like the separation of church and state doesn't mean that they're separated. You as an individual can believe whatever you want to. Right. But the government, the government has no sponsored organized religion. Exactly. And that you're free to believe whatever you want. The government cannot endorse religion. Yes. Yes. Which again, that's, it it seems, it just seems like common fucking sense in these guys. I know. But, and this is my problem with guys like Kirk is that they use it. Yeah. They use it. And he knows better. It, it, but, look, but he doesn't care. It, because he thinks that the, the, his audience is a bunch of morons. And 
I won't say all of them, but a Some lot of them, them are. are. Yeah, a all lot right, of so them are. Let me get, keep going. TPUSA's faith ambition is to gather and organize religious leaders, providing them with the resources to activate their congregations to fight for free people, free markets, free speech, and limited government. Now, here's the part that really kind of gnaws at my craw. He doesn't believe in that stuff. No. Like, he doesn't believe in free speech. Because if you did, then people should be able to say whatever they want, whether right. you agree with it or not. And the thing is this. He doesn't really believe that. Free markets. Hell no, he doesn't believe in that shit. Because what if you want to hire somebody that doesn't have the right fucking paperwork? Right. You can't do that. Free people? Yeah, as long as you're white. I'll uh, give you and, that one. And, and you're not a pregnant woman. And limited government? No, you want a totalitarian state that's based off of your fucking personal ethos. That's really what you want. And yeah. th there's my problem. Like, I don't like being lumped in with fuckers like Kirk. Because he doesn't believe, A, he doesn't believe the shit he's shoveling. And he is totally a grifter. Oh, this motherfucker has been a grifter from the fucking jump. Everybody I actually out met him there, once, by the way. Everybody out there who has a, a platform and a podium and is talking about freedom is only talking about freedom for the things that they believe in. Yeah. They're not talking about freedom across the board because if you're talking about freedom across the board, it means you've got to say people have freedom to do a whole bunch of shit that you don't like. Yeah. You it, know, it, it goes down. Here's the thing. It goes down like I, I don't remember where I saw this at, but it, it, it goes down to the talk about the um, uh, drag queen story hour thing. Right. Like, here's the thing. If I have a young kid. I'm not taking the young kid no, to, to, no. to drag queen story hour. I, I don't think. But if you're a parent and you want to take your kid to fucking drag queen story your hour. business. I don't yeah. give a fuck. Yeah. Like How you, you raise your kid is your business. That's right. Yeah. If, I'm if, not taking my seven-year-old, but you do what you want. You do you. Yeah, exactly. You know? Here's the thing. You you do you. Right. And what you what happens is is that the Streisand effect happens all the time with these things. Right. So these people will be like, we're going to do drag queen story hour. There's a bunch of people that are going to stand out in front and fucking complain. And then they're going to talk about free speech. And right. it's like, do you not get that you're totally <laughs> not understanding what free speech is? Right. You're talking about free speech for yourself. It, it, it's like this. It's like with the bacon of the a bacon of the fucking cake for the gay couple. Right. 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 I, I totally support the guy saying, I don't want to bake the cake. Right. I totally support the protesters standing out front saying, yep. this guy won't bake us a gay cake. And I totally support big gay Al's fucking wedding cakes setting up shop right across the street right. to get that gay cake fucking business. A absolutely. All of them you can fucking support that at the same fucking time. Well, I, I, I would just ignore all of them, but the, the concept is still the same. I don't want to prohibit any of them from doing any of that. Yeah, and that's you know what I'm saying, and that's that's the thing. So when you have guys like Kirk, will say this, and then others will look at us and look at him and be like, "Well, you guys are kind of the same." No, 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 no. We're not. I have nothing to do with that grifter motherfucker. Right. Like they, in all honesty, the Charlie Kirks of the world make me angrier than the socialists or the fascists. Like, well, mm. he's kind of a fascist, but but he makes me angrier than the other, like the AOCs of the world. And right. the reason why is it's obvious that AOC doesn't agree. But AOC's not trying to agree. Kirk is trying to utilize free markets, free speech, limited government, free people. But you don't believe it. No. No. So then I have to uh, well, then on. I have to the argue left, with you. The uh, other than free markets, the left says all those <laughs> things too. And they don't mean it well, either. Well, no, no, I guess you, you know. I guess in that aspect so. you're right. But it was just one of these things where I where I do think that it was like 
to see that there's there is a group of people and again i don't know where this guy's coming from this 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 pastor i may fucking hate this pastor too i don't know but all it's nice to see that there's some people that are within religious organizations that are trying to fucking push back on this shit right right so not and this one look this one wasn't in the notes either by the way but there was a uh uh, like a press release that came out from the White House about Thanksgiving talking points. Okay. Which was things to say to your uncle when he brings up politics at the fucking, <laughs> at, the, at the Thanksgiving dinner. Right. Or whatever. Like, when you, when you put something like that out, you want politics to be part of the conversation on Thanksgiving. Right. Like, you're not trying to not be polarizing. You're trying to no. add to your side of the no, polarization. They're, they're just, yeah, they're just giving counterpoints. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Like, right. People are going to bring that shit up. And look, I mean, look, for Thanksgiving for us, there was no politics that got brought up. Only because, like, there was no need for politics to get brought up where, I, where I'm at. Like, right. Just because why would we do that? Yeah. We talk about it all the time. It'd be one day not to talk about it. Well, I, I, actually, we had a very peaceful Thanksgiving, I have to say. The, probably the most heated discussion we had was uh, when my, my son and my dad tried to uh, um, <laughs> explain blockchain to me. <laughs> Completely wrong. And I tried to correct him a couple well, of times. They tried to explain it to you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and did I, they have a moment of fucking stupidity or something? No, it's just you have to understand Wiley's. We all think we're smarter. We're all we all think we're the smartest pe- person in every room. And when you get us all in the same room, yeah, <laughs> it's it's fun actually. The, so I started like, funny. Like I started to correct him a couple of times and ex- explain the the basis of uh, cryptography and and you know how blockchain actually works and. They weren't having it and telling me I was wrong. I just shut up and listened to them. <laughs> you just said, like, fucking go. Right, yeah. It's it all right. So tell me how it works. I can't believe they did that. They were all just so I can't believe they did that, by the way. That is funny. It was classic. You know, it, it's fun to be at a, a point in life where so little upsets you anymore. You know, not, not really. Um, so anyway, uh, let's skip the whole covid section because folks uh, listen we've got a lot to talk about covid we've only got a few minutes left in this hour so i we don't really have enough to to put it in there but if you'd like to hear that discussion the other things we're talking about go to patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage sign up become a subscriber you, you help us out with some beer and weed money plus you get a bunch of free swags you get an autographed copy of my novel the cassandra trigger yes you get a uh this is not a bomb duffel bag yes you get an anarchist guild challenge coin which yes. is a lovely brass coin uh with the uh, uh of course our, our logo of and other the, various uh, swag around the, my house the uh, uh molotov cocktail uh, being held up high is that your computer going off Oh, it is, isn't it? Yeah. That's can, totally can, my Can you mute computer. that? Yeah. yeah. Another right. party there file. There you go. Um, so anyway, patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage. Sign up, become a subscriber. You get a lot more content, a lot of swag, and uh, it, it'll be worth it. It'll be worth All it. All right. So All I right, want so to go. Let's do the Biden We'll do Biden family. All right. All right. So the White House is slammed by liberal journalists for denying access to the wedding. Now, so if, if you didn't know this, uh, Biden, uh, Joe Biden had a, has a granddaughter. And so in an effort because they utilize, you know, and I got to say about uh, Joe Biden's granddaughter, her hair smells terrific. I bet you it does. I bet you it does. I bet you it does. So he decided to utilize the White House for his own personal thing by allowing their marriage or their wedding to be held at the White House. Right. And they gave Vogue an exclusive on it. So Vogue was able to 
uh, be the reporters there, but they basically excluded the rest of the reporters. Like they wouldn't let them be there. Right. Now, here's the thing. I understand that a wedding would be a private event and that as a private event, if you don't want to have media at your private event, I actually think you should have every right to be able to do that. Right. But I also don't think that you should have your fucking wedding at the fucking White House. It's not your fucking house, all right? It, yeah, it technically is. No, no, it's not. It's it, not. No, it, it's not. And if you are going to have it there, then you better let all the fucking media in. Because I, your fucking stupid ass son of a bitch, Joe Biden, should not let your fucking degenerate criminal fucking kids have a fucking wedding at the fucking White House. This is such a nothing burger, honestly. I mean, seriously. I think just your hate, hatred for Biden is... is clouding no, your my hatred for oh, no here. no no my hatred for all government officials may well be clouding it is it. but i'll go with that but you shouldn't have a fucking look, wedding there it's not your fucking uh, place to do it dude. go do it at the fucking go do it somewhere else do it somewhere here's the look, can i have a wedding at the white house if you're elected president yes yeah okay you know what no right no yeah you shouldn't do that that's just sour grapes on your part no <laughs> no i honestly i think fu- and fu- look i no, hope i, I hope I, that I think naomi biden's burden. wedding i hope that this marriage ends in divorce because I hope that the guy gets caught with hookers and blow with Hunter Biden. I and that they're sucking each other off. I don't think you understand how uh, marriages at this level work. I, I don't care. I don't <laughs> care. Like, you're, you're, Naomi Biden, you're a scumbag of a human. Yeah. Marriages at this level don't work like that. I, you're, yeah. I, here's the, the thing. These I are no... Like, you are, <laughs> you've now allowed yourself to be involved in these politics stuff. I hope you get harassed. Yeah. Yeah, total nothing burger, dude. Who, I got you. Who cares? Look, I, I mean, like, I know you weren't going to care about yeah, this. I it, just it, think, look, she's a horrible human being. Look, who the fuck are you to get a Vogue cover, by the way, bitch? Right. Like, the only Let thing you've you done this. was Let me you ask were you born this. in this family, oh, dude. It's just it's it sounds so petty. Let me ask you this: You get a job with a company, right? And that company provides you with a house with a nice yard out back. Okay, so there, the company is is paying for your your residence. Is it okay for you to hold a private wedding there? Is it a government organization or a private organization? Uh, <laughs> let's say, let's say, let's say you're an officer in the uh, Marine Corps, mm-hmm. and they have given you an officer's quarters, which is a nice house with a nice yard. Is it okay for you to hold a private wedding there? No. No. no, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. I see from the look no. on your face no. that you are just trying to maintain your argument. <laughs> and again, it's it's a, there's a difference between somebody's private house and the White House, dude. There's just a difference, man. There's just a difference between the two. How is it a private house? It's owned by the government. They're only letting you use it for a short period of time while you have that role. You know what, though? Then you're right. If you can't have it as soon no, as I, again, as, I will be as soon as the next here. colonel comes you're along, you're to, out. You're right. You're right. You shouldn't have it there. You should. You're right. You shouldn't. You should go have it somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. You're just reversing that to to, uh, you know, uh, bolster your argument. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. But that's all right, though. Uh, hey, last thing. And we only got about a minute. So uh, tell me why you're now pro-choice. <laughs> all right. Listen, Alabama jailed a woman for endangering the life of a baby. She wasn't pregnant. The unintended consequences of getting the fucking government involved in this is being shown plain and simple. Get the government out of this goddamn business. They will use it to their advantage. Every fu- They jailed a woman for endangering a child and she wasn't pregnant. <laughs> 
Yeah, I hope they dropped all charges, and I hope she's got a good attorney that's filing. I hope lawsuit. she sues them for millions of dollars. Oh, you know what, question. man? I got to tell you, the law enforcement in Alabama is some of the worst fucking people on God's green earth. Well, like, I never ever want to go to it to Alabama because every time I hear a story about it, it's some back ass fucking stupid ass story, and these guys use law like it's fucking going out of style. Another thing that Alex has banned that I think that's number three thousand eight hundred and twenty-one on his list. But uh, folks, thanks for listening. To the first hour, second hour, Patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage we'll see you there